Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. Uh, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L dot com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I'm here with my husband and co-host J.C. Hall and my Wonder Woman coffee mug. Feeling like a Wonder Woman today. I had to encourage myself a little bit. (laughs) J.C.'s drinking a clear liquid out of a mason jar. (laughs) No, it's just water. Um, hey, uh, I, I sort of had to pump myself up today a little bit, JC, because we, you know, we published that article on, uh, the, uh, constitutionality of the national emergency. And I'll just be totally honest with you because I thought the article was so, was really well organized and well written. I was totally not expecting the venom that I got from it. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. <coughs> You're surprised? I'm uh, total. I am. I am. I huh. am surprised. You're you're not surprised by the venom. You're surprised we'll by praying. my surprise. We'll keep praying for you. Yeah. Right. I know you're educating you. I knew you wouldn't be. But <laughs> I, maybe that's maybe that's what keeps me going sometimes. You, you I under, have this hope. <laughs> yeah. No, that I, yeah, I see that. I see that. Right. You're, you're the forever optimist. Uh, forever what, what, optimist. What do you call it? Like, you got all that hope and whatever. Right, right. Pessimist Pollyanna, is that what they call me? Pollyanna? Yeah. I don't think That's kind of the extreme version, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I'm, but it was I'm part skeptic, part realist. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but anyway, I probably watch the, I probably get into the political side more than you do. Right. You, you know, you're into the principles and the Constitution. Oh, but so. here's the crazy thing. This that's the attack that's coming against me, JC. I had this guy on Twitter just totally go on a rant lambasting me because he said the only reason I couldn't see the truth mm-hmm. was because I was being political. Political. Huh? I said I said, "Excuse me. I'm telling you that we have to stick to the Constitution and you're calling me political. You're telling me we have to ignore the Constitution and go to uh, uh, what people in power say we have to do. And you call that political Uh, or not political? I I posted the little gif from the Princess Bride. You you seem to be using that word and I don't think you know what that word means. But I'm I'm just I'm just no I knew all that was coming you knew I mean, it was coming I, I mean that's been the thing in uh, since Trump was elected you know any on the one side of the people that are just blindly Trump sycophants or you right. know they follow prince or uh, personality you know then you'll post something 
that's even slightly critical or, you know, he happens to be off the mark, like every president has had an instance, you know, have those instances, you know, so whatever, um, then then you get that. And you don't get, you, you know, it's never a, like I'm sure nobody came back at you with an intellectual rebuttal oh, of no. the points within the document. It's always, you know, get off the Internet, you, you're a lunatic, get off my radio show. You know, the argument sounds something like that. You're a neo-confederate, blah, 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 whatever. So apparently there's a big Fox war going on over this issue now, too. It's well, Fox has Levin been in war a long versus time. Judge Napolitano. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> been going on. That's been going on since Trump was elected. I mean, yeah. you, you have the factions in there that are blindly pro-Trump, and then you have, you know, the the whatever other side you want to call it, more conservative, liberty-focused. I don't know what you Well, Napolitano call has a tendency to be kind of anti-Trump. Yeah, yeah. So we have, we have deviated from Napolitano sometimes sure. when we've pointed out, hey, Trump is doing something right. Right, exactly. And, and so yeah. we, we're the ones that are so the you consistent are, yeah, you in always, the middle. You so. always make both sides mad. Any, oh, anything know, you publish right? or say, somebody's going to be mad. The liberals hate it sometimes. The, the Trump haters hate it or the Trump lovers hate it. Uh, those that are solidly somebody, the Constitution, told they me, love it. Somebody told me, "Hey, Chris Ann, I'll 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 believe Mark Levin. I'll trust Mark Levin before I trust Chris Ann Hall." Yeah, good, <laughs> I good. I responded, "Well, I trust James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and right. William Pitt more than I trust Mark Levin." So, uh, you know, I just none of the way. I may probably waste too much time on this, but it's just it's it. And I I I voice this because. I know there are people out there who are passionate like I am that get frustrated as sure. well. And so I wanted to give everybody the heads up. Our Liberty Tour of 2019 is starting. And I, I'm sort of, I'm really proud of our new website. So I wanted to give everybody a sort of tour of our new website. If you're on our YouTube page, you are now looking at our new website. It is really, really awesome. This is a look of a website that I have been wanting for a really long time. As you can see, as we scroll down on the website, the articles and the, uh, the uh, radio shows come up sort of Netflix style. And so you see the shows. You can scroll right or left to get more of the shows. And There's um, a little arrow on to the right. Yeah, there's a... My, there's a little scoot arrow on, right here where you can you can scroll through them and see them all and it's just I, I like it a lot there's also our um, calendar that comes up as well when you click on it and uh, you get to see if you go to the website chrisannhall.com you can scroll and see the calendar and you can see all the Liberty Tour events. I'll let JC navigate through this. Uh, so you can see all the, the uh, events that are coming up. The, the format on the website is, if you pull it up, chrisannhall.com on a, on a computer, laptop, whatever, you get the full month. But if you pull it up on a um, mobile app, then it comes up in a different kind of format. But you still get the whole month. So I want you to know that... Like we are every Thursday, we are on Kate Daly tonight at, at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Kate R Daly Radio. And then um, we are going, and I'm going to be on Monday, I'm going to be on WSQF Radio, a discussion with Ed Vidal. And they are, you know, these these guys have, um, have a propensity to be pro-constitutional um, uh, convention. But they love having me on the show 
because we're able to have a real educated discussion on the matter so they're not they're not like the 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 con constitutional convention people that are that are you know cultish they really really want to know how it all is supposed to work and they're wanting they want to make it work right so on monday we'll be on that show now on the 16th we will be in um Fort Pierce, Florida, being our beginning our traveling for Liberty Tour 2019, teaching state sovereignty. JC, that uh, that that session is sold out. Cool. That is really cool. Then on the 17th, it will be in Tamarack, Florida, which is the Flor Fort Lauderdale area, teaching about the forgotten founders. And then on the 18th and the 19th and the 20th. We're going to be uh, in Texas doing our training, our constitutional gun training. And if you're on YouTube and you see the calendar or you see the website right now, if you'll go back to the beginning, JC, mm -hmm. um, there's a scrolling banner there. And what comes up then is the In Defense of Liberty training. And if you click right on the banner that says In Defense of Liberty, it will take you to the details of that event. You can scroll all the way to the bottom and you can sign up. You can go to the Friday event. You can go to the sa Friday, Saturday event. You can go to the Saturday, Sunday event. You can uh, move them around uh, the way you, you it fits your schedule. But yeah, just the dinner is 25 bucks. Right. You know, that's pretty easy yeah that's and it's awesome barbecue local texas barbecue and i'm going to be giving my course uh america disarmed which will will teach us how to identify legislation that is that is destructive to our right to keep and bear arms and what we need to do about that. So that's just a little bit of our upcoming events. And then as a matter of encouragement, I wanted to share with you a story. Patricia Dance, does that remain from yeah. sound familiar to you? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, Patricia Dance is a longtime follower on social media, but she's also a, a, a diligent student at Liberty First University. And a friend. And a friend, yes. And we... Um, Remember in the New Year's, I gave everybody the challenge, schedule two hours or schedule time every week in your local coffee shop to, to have interaction to give this. Yeah. And she said, I loved your coffee shop idea, but before I had a chance to act on it, I suffered a nasty fall and had to be taken to the ER. And I, she said, but basically everyone who dealt with me from the EMT nurses to the doctor uh, and even the person from the admissions office got some kind of talk about liberty principles and they all agreed with me. <laughs> so remember, if I, we're praying for Patricia. We're sorry that this happened to her, but I'm glad she said this because, you know, you're stuck in a situation like that. You can't move. But those people are just as much of a captive right. audience as yeah. you are. <laughs> no, every field is a mission field. Every field is a mission field so uh don't don't let the haters and the the uh, scoffers get you down uh i i think you know i think i came to this this conclusion jc i think people are looking for the quick and easy solution people are looking for a solution where they can sit back and cheer as somebody else does the work 
sure. then they don't have to do it at all. Yeah, well, that's natural. But that's a kingdom, JC. It is. That's what king. Well, that's why kingdoms people actually fall in love with kingdoms because you don't have to do anything. You can love the king or you can hate the king. You can sit back and hate him or you can sit back and cheer him on. But you don't have to do anything. There's no personal responsibility or accountability. Some people like it that way. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could. I would. Till they have to suffer the consequences. Right, because no matter how much you love this king, there's always going to be a new one. Yep. And then what happens when you don't when you don't like that king anymore? Well, it's a good thing you don't write for public opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really good thing. Well, we're headed into our first break, JC, and I just want to give everybody a sort of heads up of what we're going to be doing. We're going to be covering some some Supreme Court issues today. Uh, I had mentioned that we were going to do them yesterday, but we didn't get around to doing them yesterday because the whole national emergency thing blew up. But we're going to see some more telltale signs of Kavanaugh, some more telltale signs of, of uh, Gorsuch, actually. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. If you want to have a constitutional perspective on contemporary issues. Make sure that you are a student at libertyfirstuniversity.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see on the banner below the website scroll by. If you are not watching us on YouTube, just simply go to chrisannhall.com and click on the Liberty First University banner and it will take you there. Uh, it is an education that you cannot miss. Now, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh did a first. Kavanaugh authored his first majority opinion for the Supreme Court, mm. which was pretty much uh, a no-brainer. Uh, it's what they usually give them, the first justices. They give them something that you know everybody agrees on, and you just do this. But I thought that this being written by Kavanaugh had a very interesting... Uh, there was a very interesting thing that he said within that. Now, JC, when we were giving our, our first predictions on what kind of a justice Kavanaugh would be, what was the one thing that we said Kavanaugh would not do? Uh, go against precedent. Go against precedent. That's absolutely right. And and now he's he's right on line but it's sort of for me and I just want to sort of voice this out loud to see what you think about this now in this particular case it's not a really dramatic it's not a very interesting case you have two two corporate business partners having a contract law dispute and uh, one says that uh, we need to go to arbitration the other says we don't need to go to arbitration and that sort of thing now you know that article 3 of the Constitution doesn't even give the Supreme Court jurisdiction over this issue but because we have are you ready for this we have a federal arbitration act mm. that dictates how contracts have to be written okay and so because there is a Federal Arbitration Act, every contract dispute dis 
potentially becomes a federal dispute, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's just interesting. It's it's amazing to me how our federal government can just simply consume so much Everything. power and so much. Uh, Take authority over everything. Yeah, that's it. Takes authority over absolutely everything. And so the court decided that they weren't going, and this was a unanimous decision, that they weren't going to get involved in this case, that the Federal Arbitration Act, uh, that the text of the Federal Arbitration Act was the dictating factor in this, that the court would not get involved. Now, I sort of disagree. Now, you know I disagree from the beginning that we should have a Federal Arbitration Act. But what we have now, what they even mentioned in the case, is that we have lower courts, lower federal courts doing different things. And that's how this case came about, saying, well, this lower court is telling us this is how we handle the Federal uh, Arbitration Act. This lower court is saying we have to do it this way. So you got to tell us which way. And the court said, no, it doesn't matter what the lower courts are doing. Uh, the language of the uh, act is clear, so we're not going to go against it. So this is, this is the quote that brings me to what Kavanaugh says. He says, and I quote, the, federal, uh, the text of the Federal Arbitration Act, um, oh, sorry, we're, the, the text of the Federal Arbitration Act is clear, and we are not at liberty to rewrite the statute passed by Congress and signed by the president. But think about the fact that Kavanaugh wrote most of the text for, for Robert's Affordable Care Act opinion in the first, where they rewrote the Affordable Care Act mm-hmm. to make it a tax and not a penalty. Yeah. So this is a conflict in ideology, and it shows, I think, this is a clue on how you identify an activist judge. Because if they, if they will say things like, because the text is clear, we are not at liberty to rewrite the statute passed by Congress. Which is the right statement. Right. That right. is the correct statement. Right? We, they are not, even if the text is not so maybe clear. He, maybe to be the devil's advocate, maybe he's evolving. I mean, maybe okay, he's so maybe. becoming more where he ought to be. Well, let's hope so. Uh, maybe he got a lot of kickback. Certainly, it certainly would kind of seem to contradict his history. It does contradict his history, but remember... But it's, but it's a good... Moving the right direction, right. Ho- hopefully, maybe maybe this is a... Maybe Gorsuch is rubbing off on yeah. him or something. So because remember, back in, ta- in uh, on December 10th, he took the deciding vote uh, to reject the federal government's involvement in a Medicaid Planned Parenthood case, which Gorsuch dissented on. Arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show We're talking about these Supreme Court cases and I just want us to remember that Kavanaugh, uh, Kavanaugh, even Gorsuch really sort of chastised him for, for their uh, decision to not get involved in a Planned Parenthood case where there was specifically uh, jurisdiction in the matter. And, 
and even uh, Kavanaugh said, I'm sorry, even uh, Gorsuch said that the fact that we're not getting involved with this seems to be clearly solely political. Yeah, so if you remember my prediction, I said I expect Kavanaugh to be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. His ruling is to be inconsistent because his frame of reference was not the fixed standard of the Constitution. It was precedent and people. Um, and those are changing things. Right. So, you know, maybe if he's. If Which he's is exactly growing, the way Kennedy was. Yeah. If he's learning and growing, then, you know, this could be a trend in the right direction. If it's just, you know, who he is, then, you know, it's it's a it's a swing this way. Next time it'll be swing the other way. Well, and it's just more indication that he is exactly Kennedy 2.0. Yeah, I mean, that's his, because that's one of the things that people always said about Kennedy is scratching their head about how yeah, inconsistent he, he was. You never knew which side of the rail. You couldn't call him a conservative. You couldn't call him a liberal because Kennedy was all about Kennedy. I think Kennedy liked the spotlight. Like, yeah. Because every time a case came up, it was always, oh, okay, we just have to wait and see what Kennedy's going to do. Right. Because right. he was so inconsistent, you never knew. So who knows? Maybe Kavanaugh's that guy. Again. So the haters are out against Gorsuch, and I bet you don't know why. <laughs> Gorsuch and Sotomayor joined together in a... Soto. <laughs> Soto. Is that, yeah. That's my Spanish thing. I don't know. It just sounds so close to Sotomite. Sotomayor. Yeah, so funny. how would you pronounce that? Sotomayor? I don't know. Sotomayor. Anyway. Sotomayor. Sotomayor. So Gorsuch and Sotomayor joined. (laughs) (laughs) You're all laughing at me now. It's okay. Laugh at Chrisanne. They joined in a dissent Mm -hmm. in favor of the Sixth Amendment. So this is. Sixth Amendment's what? The uh, right of a person. process. Yeah. So in all criminal cases, the defendant shall have a right to a trial by jury. That's the question here. The right to a trial by jury. And what has happened in this case? Okay, so we have John Joshua, uh, uh, jo- I'm sorry, Joshua John Hester and his former realtor, Marco Lewis. Okay, and back in 2012, they were, uh, Hester pleaded guilty to eight felony charges stemming from a marijuana distribution operation he was running in California. Lewis, meanwhile, was the realtor for two of Hester's properties, and both men admitted to conspiracy to launder money. And they were ordered by a district court to pay $329,767 in restitution to Citigroup and $615,935 to J.P. Morgan. Okay. I know. (laughs) You got to be watching YouTube to catch this. <laughs> the look on JC's face is like that. Rah, rah. So here's the issue. Not I only you when hear those like two <laughs> names, it's already suspect. Citigroup and JP Morgan. Especially so. when the courts are involved, right? Yeah. Right. So, so, but here's the thing. It gets even more suspect. So the Sixth Amendment says you have the right. You're gonna tell me the judge's name was Rothschild or something? No. Right? <laughs> No, I okay. no, 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 I'm just not. Just gets worse. No, I'm not. No, it's Carnegie. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Ah. Anyway, um, so the Sixth Amendment says that you have a right to a trial by jury for all criminal accusations. You have the right to a um, uh, counsel. You have the right to bring witnesses on your behalf. You have the right to confront your witnesses, yeah. right? That's the Sixth Amendment in a nutshell. So what the courts have done is said, okay, if you have a trial by jury, once the jury finds you guilty, then your right to a trial by jury is over. 
So now the judge is can review the evidence again and determine what evidence is applicable to your sentencing, to your fines, and to your restitution. So you don't have a right to a trial by jury when the government is going to put you for the term of length that you're going to prison or when the government's going to take your property and your money. So they have, they have I, would say, I would say bifurcated, but trifurcated the, the process to say, okay, only in one-third of your criminal procedure are you allowed to have a trial by jury. That's interesting. I never really thought about that. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Alito wrote the opinion, and he says uh, the, the dissent, which says, no, wait a minute, if you have a right to a trial by jury, that's about due process. And that's a due process not only to your guilt or your innocent, but the t- due process to your liberty and your property as well. And uh, Alito writes, the proposition supported, um, uh, he, uh, he wrote, the proposition is supported by the decision of this court that the, uh, well, I for- sorry, I forgot to go to back to the beginning, my bad. Their argument, he says, depends on the proposition that the Sixth Amendment requires a jury to find the facts on which a sentence of imprisonment is based. He continued and said the proposition is supported by the, by the decisions of this court, but it repre- represents a questionable interpretation of the original meaning of the Sixth Amendment. Listen to what he says. No. The original meaning, he says, unless the court is willing to consider that interpretation, fidelity to original meaning counsels against further extension of these suspect precedents. Okay, so basically what he's saying is our precedent has created an original meaning that says that process of jury does not apply to sentencing and fines and restitution. So if you're going to make us if you're going to challenge that precedent, that means we've got to go back and overturn that precedent, which we're not, we're not willing to do right now. Mm-hmm. And Gorsuch and Alito uh, come back. Oh, Gorsuch and Sotomayor. I'm sorry. Gorsuch and Sotomayor come back and say, this is ridiculous. Why are we so afraid to challenge precedent when it's clear that the precedent is in question and that the, that the, that the thinking in the precedent is questionable? Yeah. And so what they say is, look, we're talking about not just simply guilt or innocence here. We're talking about the whole realm of due process. How are you going to tell us that now a single magistrate can determine your right to property and your and the extent of your right to liberty? And Gorsuch says, if the government is taking your money, especially to give it to someone else, there ought to be the right to a trial by jury of your peers. And he supports this with history of, natu- of, of, of uh, common law. Mm-hmm. And because even in English common law, uh, the, the, the settlement of property in a, in a case was done by the jury as well. And so now we funneled this down to the judge being the arbiter of whether someone, how someone spends the rest of their life or not, what's the term of sentence, and how their property is distributed. Certainly makes a lot more sense because, I mean, how easy is it for 
some Illuminati banking group to get a judge to do their bidding. Well, think about the judge that we talked about in Texas whose name that uh, uh, eludes me, who said, I you can't challenge me in this civil case because I'll call out the army on you. Right. So if you have a civil case, then you uh, then you have uh, the now what you have is the government taking your property. Now, the thing that disappointed me, J.C., is that Gorsuch did not mention maybe he didn't under uh, didn't think there was a connection or something. He didn't mention the Seventh Amendment. And the Seventh Amendment says that in in a property dispute of twenty dollars or more you have a right to a trial by jury. Mm-hmm. And so here's how my thought process was working, right? If, if, if in fact what Alito is saying is true, there's three separate parts to a criminal trial. You're found guilty of the crime by a jury of your peers. Then, according to Alito, the task of sentencing and the tax, task of fines and, and uh, restitution are now in the hands of the government. Mm-hmm. That now becomes a government taking, does it not? Yeah. I mean, if you're seriously going to separate these things into three different parts, then we're no, longer allow, we're no longer involved in a criminal act. We're now involved in a civil act where the government is taking property. Right. And if that's the case, then the Seventh Amendment has to come into play where you now have a right to a trial by jury when it comes to the taking of your property. Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense. And so you, I would look at Alito and say, look, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I think somebody corrected me and said, no, the, the proper saying is you can't eat your cake and have it. You see what I mean? That is true. That yeah. saying is always It's backwards. So you can't eat. The original idiom started off by saying you can't eat, eat your cake and, and have it too. You can have it later. It just won't be in the same form. <laughs> it, will, it will no longer be right. that kind of cake. Right, right, exactly. So I would say to Alito, you can't eat your cake. And you wouldn't want to eat that, by the way. And have it too. So if you're going to claim that there are three separate processes so so separate, by the way, that they don't fall under the same criminal procedure. <laughs> That's bizarre. Right? But I want you to see what this does, okay? Because somebody's going to say, you know, this is, this, how does this affect me, Chrisanne? This sounds... Anytime you're in th- thank court. You. Thank you. It once again makes the judges the sole arbiter the king over your life with no check, no balance. You cannot even cry out for a trial by a jury of your peers. And I ask you, so great, the trial by a jury of your peers gave you, a, uh, found you guilty, right? So what does that mean? If then the sentencing is left solely up to the government. Yeah, I remember some of the, Sentencing law, like mandatory sentencing laws and different things like that, or or even judges, where you you would hear about judges giving just a, absurd prison time for in relation to the crime, right? Even without mandatory sentencing, and so those, you know, I've heard many, many, many people complain about that. But so you would think if okay, if the citizenry, mm-hmm. the jury of your peers, actually had input in that, and and it was under their control, then 
you know, you'd be able to forego some of those abuses and these outlandish sentences. Like like the one doctor for a little bit of marijuana was in prison for, I don't know, like 50 years or something. It's crazy. I'm only a stranger here. I'm a long, long way from my home. And I'm going to change all the things I find. The Chris Van Hall Show. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Uh, this is our last segment, isn't it, JC? Man, they go by so quick uh, Monday through Thursday. Don't forget to visit chrisannhall.com uh, and catch up on the shows that you've missed, on the articles that you've missed. Our articles do not expire. So what that means is they are always relevant. They're applicable to current events all the time. And you will find... enormous amounts of ammunition to help you in the fight for liberty like our our friend Patricia. I almost feel like I I should be collecting Gorsuch's opinions from like from the very beginning. You know I had that exact thought this morning. Or a folder or something. You could study through his opinions and really learn a lot. I mean the stuff he references and the stuff he talks about I mean, could really launch you into some good study. So I, I you know, he, I, he the guy's has been the, on target. He has the potential of being one of the best Supreme Court justices we've had in a century, in the very least. He says the statutory maximum for restitution is usually zero because the court can't award any restitution without finding additional facts about the victims lost. And just as a jury must find any facts necessary to authorize a steeper prison sentence or fine, it would seem to follow that a jury must find any facts necessary to support a non-zero restitution order. So now that you know, in this case, the victims were Citigroup and J.P. Morgan, and the judge is the complete and sole determination of how much money these people get from people who are who are dealing marijuana, right? I, I'm just so I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but it just seems to me that J.P. Morgan. <laughs> The, lead, the, just, the, the connection just, there, I don't, I just, I don't get that because they had the loan from them on the property. They laundered. I mean, how do you? No, well, no, no, no. I, I, how I don't. How they even connected? They, they laundered their money through Citigroup and J.P. Morgan, so they lost money. I see. See, so the restitution is because Citigroup and J.P. Morgan lost money. In the laundering case. I would love to see those. <laughs> see I those would figures. love to see the math. Right, exactly. Well, but that's the point. Nobody saw the math. Yeah. Nobody will see the math. Because the judge just said, gavel down, I say, that's ghost. Yeah. No, he said, the Illuminati told me to rule this way, so here <laughs> you go. <laughs> JC's going to, we're going to have the, the tinfoil happy, but we should, you know, we should have a prop. We should have a tinfoil hat that we put on our heads anytime we're going to talk about the Illuminati or whatever, whatever, but nonetheless. <laughs> Due process. You know, I, I just, 
I think probably the thing that I found most offensive to this thing is is Alito's reference to by trifurcating the entire process as original intent. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then and, I, and then saying our precedent created the original intent. Uh, sure. So if you want us to go against the original intent, then you have to. Then we would have to reconsider all that precedent. Why else would you have a court if it's not to reconsider precedent when there is a disagreement yeah. on how that precedent was made? That just shows you how strictly these people cling to precedent. I want to know why Gorsuch and Sotomayor were the only two that dissented. Where is Thomas? Why Thomas sides way too much on the government taking property. Yeah. Way too much. Now, it doesn't surprise me that Roberts is in on this because Roberts right. Roberts is big time sold out to the corporations. I think this is illustration of a good illustration of the difference between conservatives and constitutionalists. Yeah. So if you're a conservative, you can be constitutional sometimes. Sometimes. Right? Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't think people understand the difference. And I just want to know why why Sotomayor's the only one that sided with Gorsuch. Because usually Kagan and Ginsburg are all up for the whole civil rights thing. Could they also be having be affected by these big corporate influences? Uh, for her so? it could have been just the fact that it was marijuana. Oh. Oh? So she's like, Yay. Oh, Sotomayor. Oh, I know, I know, but I'm talking about why wouldn't why wouldn't Kagan yeah, and Ginsburg be siding with an application that expands the Sixth Amendment kind Maybe of that way. tells you that they're... Bought too. Bought and paid for. Bought and paid for too. Well, we've said that before. We will see you guys on Saturday. God bless.